Hello, this is the Lou Review, and today I have two special guests, not just one. They both own uh, Intaba Coffee House. We have a couple, Robin and Stella Mountain, which it's so pretty. Your names are so pretty. I can't get over it, and it just seems like it has to be fake, but they're real people. So um, my first question is, what is Intaba Coffee House, and what makes it different from every other coffee house in Louisville? Intaba Coffee House is a coffee house where we only sell and brew and roast African coffee. So that's the whole thing. It was born out of our, from our safari company because we've got an African safaris company and it, everything that we do in the coffee house is African. And that's where this thing, but, um, you know, was, was born from. Yeah. Now, one of the things is um, coffee is endemic to Africa. In other words, that's where it came from and that's where all of us came from, by the way. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, being fifth generation African, speaking six languages, and in fact, the word Intaba is our last name in Zulu. Zulu is, it? Zulu is one of the languages that we speak. Oh, yeah. so it's like saying Smith's Bakery or something. It's your last it's name. It's our last name. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And then we, and we've, used, we, we've used Zulu, English, and German. The word house, the way we've used it, the H A U S, is like a brow house, the, mm-hmm. the, the brew house. Um, that's where you come, come together to get your coffee. Where you live in is an H-A-U-S-E. Yeah. And um, yeah. so we've used our German heritage, our, our African heritage, and of course our English language. And as I said, that, that, that sets us apart from, from, from people around us. And you know, the, the other thing is, um, our, we, we are Africans. You can't mm-hmm. beat that out of us with a <laughs> stick if you tried. <laughs> but what is so beautiful is we know our coffee growers. We've met a lot of our coffee growers. We go to the co-op. So when you, every cup of coffee you buy at Ntaba Coffee House or every bag of coffee, because we have a subscription oh. for a dollar a month, free shipping anywhere in the continental USA. A dollar a day. A dollar a day. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize She's guys. like, he's not in charge of the money. <laughs> 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 so for a dollar a day and it's on our yeah. website and yeah. and so every bag of coffee you buy from us you're helping a kid in in africa go to school and you know the, a lot of those kids will run miles to school and that and that's just the version that i have in my mind our little feet running to school and Aww. and eventually with our coffee shops and with the franchising that we're going into i'm looking mm-hmm. forward to opening schools in africa Oh, that would be great. So mm. this is very personal for you in that you're supporting uh, local farmers and their families Correct. in Africa. Correct. That's your uh, initial location. Correct. You're from the country of South Africa? We're from, we've, we, we are South Africans. Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the coffee beans, I think, come from, from multiple Af- other East Africa, countries. Correct. We were right? from Ethiopia down to Malawi mm-hmm. or down to Zambia. In fact, I was in Zambia two weeks ago. Oh. This time two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was in Zambia. You moved fast. You were sending me a picture of you on like a kayak or something. You were like, come on a safari with me. I was like, it doesn't look like you have air conditioning, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we, we had all the air conditioning we needed. Sure, sure. So, oh, um, so I guess this goes into, so you were in living in South Africa and you wanted to support these farmers so is that what got you to move to louisville you were like i bet those louisville people drink lots of coffee we're just gonna move there louisville is is like um you know almost um revelation in the book (laughs) (laughs) um we um we immigrated 20 um tomorrow tomorrow is going to be 22 22. years ago 
Mm -hmm. um, I specialize in artificial insemination of honey queen bees. <laughs> and that's what brought me over 22 years ago. Yeah. I ran a very large bee, queen bee breeding operation in California. I had wow. a four-year contract with them, and I loved it. I mean, um, I got to speak at different beekeepers associations throughout California, in fact, throughout um, throughout the USA, and I actually spoke. Um, I, in fact, I had a professor from Kentucky State University. I invited him over as one of my guest speakers in mm -hmm. California. And um, when my contract was up, he, he returned the favor and invited me to Frankfort, Kentucky. And I worked at Kentucky State University. As a researcher? As a, um, as a professor? Well, as an adjunct professor. Mm -hmm. And I was um, involved more with, with outreach. I've taught at a lot of, of universities throughout the USA, as well as, as, well as Charlotte Amalia. I also had an appointment by the Queen to inspect the beehives in Bermuda. That's entertaining. That was what was quite an quite an experience, and and, and Stella <laughs> and Stella was able to join me on that. Oh, good. And it, it was while while I was teaching that um, Africa just burnt in our souls, and, you know, and so many people said, "When you go back, please take us." And Aww. I actually collected a bunch of business cards, and I didn't know what to do with them. I kept them in my top top drawer, and then I mm -hmm. I did what's known as a COD. Oh, cash on delivery. No, call no. call on dad. Call on dad. And, I, 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 and my, my late father um, helped us get a bus organized and a guide and an itinerary and everything that, that, you know, crazy travel agents do. Yes. Anyway, so we, we, <laughs> we had this lovely drive through South Africa. And when we came back, people said to us, well, why don't you start a safari company? Well, you've done it now. And um, we actually started off in Taba Tours. And um, mm -hmm. we didn't, you know, we, we really didn't do much in that. Um, one of our big success stories in Louisville, of course, is the University of Louisville's alumni. Oh. We've just signed them up yesterday for the for their fifth time that they'll travel with us oh, to wow. South Africa, and they've also done the gorillas, and the and the um, and the migration in East Africa. Like watching the gorillas migrate. Um, uh, watching the, the 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 wildebeest and the zebra migrate up wow. through Serengeti into Mar into the Maasai Mara, and then the gorillas were in Rwanda. My goodness. So really, how much of the time are you even in this country right now, Robin? Me personally? Yeah. Not much. Not much. So Stella's here holding down the fort running the coffee business. Do you want to tell us about what got you interested in coffee? Because didn't you say you weren't big into drinking coffee growing up, right? No. We, in South Africa, we basically drank a lot of tea, having mm -hmm. the English background as right. well. So we did drink coffee, but it wasn't a big, big thing in our lives. But um, how we got into coffee, it was just uh, African safaris. You know, Robin, mm -hmm. um, he um, summited Mount Kilimanjaro three times, and we've been in East Africa, and he saw the farmers grow. And we actually went to Ethiopia to um, for a tour, for a visit, wanting to see whether we can start bringing t um, clients to, to Ethiopia as well. Mm -hmm. And one of the first... Um, outings that we did. We took a boat across the lake and went to visit the monastery. And as we worked, walked through the jungle, we came across this bush with these beautiful red berries. And I said, oh my gosh, look at this. And Eop, who was our guide, he says, you know, that's coffee. And we <laughs> took photos, both of us, Robin and I took both photos of this bunch of of coffee beans and that's a photo that we have still got and we've actually framed yeah. it yeah. and it's in it's the hanging coffee. in the coffee yeah. house i got to see yeah. it the other day so while we were in ethiopia we saw coffee 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 
the whole time. I mean, they've got coffee uh, um, ceremonies. Even when you walk into a hotel, you, you smell the coffee. They're roasted in the pan, and it's just everywhere on the streets. Everything is coffee. And we realized then, or got to learn more about the coffee industry and everything like that. And um, so in the meantime, before we did this, we actually had started, um, we had bought a company importing South African food products, grocery Hi. products like rusks and chutneys into the country. And for jerky, a, what's it called? Uh, or biltong. Yeah, <laughs> we, we yes, can't so import tender. that, but it may, it's made by South Africans the traditional way mm. here in the States. So we had that company and we it was just an online store. So people could order online and we would mail it to them. So that was good. And then we got into this coffee and it was just sort of three times Robin had actually just been in South Africa on a on a safari and he had um one of the big companies um who coffee uh, houses in uh, in the states and this one of the ladies with them and they were chatting coffee coffee the whole time and then Robin <laughs> after the Ethiopia trip he went to Botswana and then he bumped into somebody who was working for a buddy of his who's got the coffee company in South Africa oh, so and it was just coffee, coffee coffee it was like mm -hmm. slapping us in the face and saying wake up so Robin <laughs> came home and we said we need to do this yeah. you know it just fits into the whole um, Intaba portfolio as such mm -hmm. doing the safaris Taking people to Africa, and if bringing, such a huge part of their culture exactly. is coffee, then leaving yeah. that out is like a huge omission. Absolutely. Right? So we decided we needed to really um, bring that into our portfolio as such as a as a business. And so we initially got um, somebody else to roast it and we tried to sell the coffee online through our online store that we had. Mm -hmm. But we realized very quickly that it was an unknown brand nobody knew in Taba coffee yeah and, and name recognition <clears throat> is so huge and sales as well absolutely and it was really just a few friends who knew about the coffee who would buy it and I said mm -hmm. to Robin you know what the way I would enjoy coffee is I want to taste it so we yes. need to look at opening a coffee house or something like mm -hmm. that right Anyway, and that's how we then, we were still in Frankfurt at that stage. And unfortunately, it's a smaller place. Um, and we we had seen too many small businesses come and go very quickly. Mm -hmm. right. And I said to Robin, you know, Frankfurt is not the right place. We need to find a bigger area where coffee is um, popular and mm -hmm. where we will be able to sell this. And yeah. we looked at Atlanta. Um, we spent some time down there, but the traffic mm. down there just put oh. me off. I said, Robin, I would go crazy in this place. Mm -hmm. We need to look elsewhere. And then we already had a good base in Fra in Louisville. Our oh. children all went to university here. So mm -hmm. two of our children went to UofL. Um, James went to Bellarmine. So we sort of knew people. And then also through the big network, through taking the alumni groups to Africa, we had built up a, quite a base of people who knew us. And we then decided that Louisville was a place where we're going to move, mm -hmm. knowing that wow. there's a lot of coffee in this place already. Mm -hmm. But we felt very confident because we stand out. We are not just mm -hmm. another coffee shop or right. coffee house. It's African coffee, and mm -hmm. we roast it here. We import the green beans. We roast it in house, so it's fresh. It's very unique. You're very involved from 
Oh, maybe not seed to seal, but from harvesting to seal. Oh, we and talk so, about from farm to cup. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah, farm yeah, to cup. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, you're very yeah. involved, like, yeah. on every step of the process. Yeah, and so it's very personal to you. In fact, mm. when I go to um, East Africa in September, yeah, October, October. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm leading groups in the migration again and mm-hmm. in the gorillas. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be arriving a week early just to go and visit some of our coffee growers. And yeah. It's fun. It's exciting. Yeah. Something we didn't mention is that mm-hmm. the Intamba Coffee House is owned is is majority owned by Stella, and that's in yes. in keeping with women owned by the by the coffee growers. Mm-hmm. So it's just you know oh. out of respecting the African culture as well. But it, it's, what's that? Uh, Can um, you explain? The 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 Ntaba Coffee House mm-hmm. is majority owned by Stella. I right. I don't I, I I own less shares than she does. Yeah. And that's because of mo because because of most of the of the of the coffee growers in Africa are women. And oh. it's just, it's so a, it's, it's not a male-dominated business. Not it's at all. No, 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 no. It's mostly okay. women grow. Most, most oh. of the women, most of the, most of the farmers are women. Okay. And um, and it's a, it's a passion. Okay. And um, sure, on your bigger estates where you, where you have your estates, but most of our coffee is what we call single origin. Okay. And that is what is what makes us unique. That it's not, um, we and we don't do any blends. We absolutely don't oh. do any blends. You will have an Ethiopian coffee mm-hmm. from 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 one area. But it's different to another area, and we won't even mix those two as an Ethiopian coffee. Oh wow! Um, and 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 in, what what Stella was saying is so true. We're, coming into Louisville, we realized we had to do one of two things: come in with a twenty cent cup of coffee <coughs> and keep it there, or come in with quality and maintain it. And that's mm-hmm. what we've done. We've come in with quality. Our roaster has been with us for almost the full two years that we've been that we've operated. Mm-hmm. Um, young guy, um, Aiden Arnold. Mm-hmm. A super super guy. His mum is a physical therapist with, with my son, yeah. and um, it, it's just it's that passion that this kid puts into that coffee that is, ha- mm-hmm. has made us who we are. So you know, we I don't want to take any praise and glory, but mm-hmm. as I say, um, we, we have a wonderful manager. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we call him Wiz. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach. Zach. Um, Wilson, um, super young man, but as I say, um, um, our roaster has really given us that consistency that we've needed to grow. Yeah, that is awesome. I didn't realize that they were predominantly farmed by women. Correct. So, what do the men do culturally? Like, what's the the the, the men will the men um, are, are also hunter gatherers in that in that respect. They oh, they okay. will farm, but they will farm, farm mostly with the livestock. Okay. But it's the women who will who will put the bags of coffee on their head. I've got pictures oh. I can show you. I'll send you some later. Yeah. Where they'll put the, the coffee on their head in bags yeah. and walk miles to the market to go and sell the coffee beans. Wow, yeah. yeah. It's a slow yeah. process, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what brought you to Louisville. What advice would you have for someone who um, wants to build their own small business? Tenacity. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it's not always easy and sunshine oh, and rainbows and making new friends? Yeah, Winston Churchill said, never, never, never give up. Mm-hmm. When we were in Frankfurt in 2009 and 10, when things went were, were so bad in the economy, Stella went to work for state government and I watered flowers at Wilson's Nursery for, for $7 an hour because oh. we refused to lose our dream. And yeah. we stuck with it. I mean, I could have gone, you know, with the degrees I've got, mm-hmm. I could have gone and worked somewhere else. She could have gone and worked somewhere else. But mm-hmm. we, we, we just, we, we never, never gave up. And even, and, 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 and wanting to start a business, there, there is a lot of finance out there. Mm-hmm. Um, apply to your small business um, development um, agencies. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody wants to start a coffee shop, come and talk to me. We are franchising. Yeah. But, <clears throat> you know, what, if, if, if you're doing something you love, 
You're never going to work another day in your life. And really, I, I, I don't work hard. I do what I love, and I love what I do. Now, is that because you run off to Africa and let Stella do all the hard work? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she doesn't feel that way because she gets the air conditioning. <laughs> is it a fair trade? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit of both. But, but no, just say, you, know, if, uh, yeah. you, you don't have to have two degrees in business to start, to, uh, to start a business. You probably won't, okay? You'll go and mm-hmm. try and teach everybody else how to run their businesses. But you need tenacity. You need, you need a goal. You need, to, you need a vision. And I don't care if it's making macrames or, 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 or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, tapestries. Do, if, if you love what you're doing and you're doing what you love, mm-hmm. it is the most profitable venture you could ever go into. Yeah, it's very rewarding. I would say that is really the big thing. Is I mean, we've done, we've um, worked and had the safari company now for almost eighteen years, mm. and. Um, it's been tough at times, but you know what keeps me going is being able to create these wonderful itineraries and experiences for people mm-hmm. um, that they come back from a safari in anywhere in Africa where we take them mm-hmm. and say, this has been life-changing and this has been the best trip I've ever taken. Aww. And just to know that we are making a difference in people's lives mm-hmm. um, by just what we are doing. Yeah. And and also now the same thing, you know, all the groceries that we bring in and sell, um, those are people helping people in Africa um, mm-hmm. create a living. Right. And with the coffee, exactly the same. You know, mm-hmm. creating, um, you know, employment for people and selling the coffee that their children can go to school. Wow. And as Robin says, you know, we really want to bless Africa. That's just, you know, because we are African. Mm-hmm. You know, we've yeah. been uh, originally from Europe, but we've mm-hmm. been so in busy. Africa for, for many years. And mm-hmm. that's just where our heart is. And um, we're actually African Americans yes. as well. <laughs> so that is also, right. you know, this is also home. But I think once you've been in Africa, and especially born in Africa, you you won't be able to get Africa out of you. Mm. And I've heard that from so many clients who've even traveled to Africa. They say, I've lost my heart in Africa. I need to go back. Aww. There is something magical there. Yeah. Um, in spite of everything else that's going on, mm. Africa is a beautiful country. And that's continent. really just a continent. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and um, so that's really what we want to do is, and we've just got the heart to to bless. I love that. So um, when you were talking about the hard times that you had with your vision and staying here with before starting a coffee house when we had a recession, what about COVID? Did you have to pivot your business model any? And COVID, did you press pause? How we, did you have to deal with that? We ate a lot of beans and rice. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, but only African I, beans I, and rice, I, right? <laughs> like, what do Whatever was the cheapest. I used, <laughs> I used to have a 401k. Um, I don't know what that is anymore. Oh, but no, okay. it's, it's been tough. It's yeah, been very, very, very tough. tough. But uh, again, again, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just praise my, my, my team, the coffee house, you know, guys. I mean, they came in still and I didn't um, have a, a salary um, once in the whole year. But, you know, we survived. We managed to pay off our, or, or to pay our, um, our, our home every month. Mm-hmm. And it's been tough, but we, they, we didn't skip one pay period for our staff. Wow, you kept and all the same employees? We kept all the same employees. Um, Stella and I worked a lot of weekends to just try to, mm-hmm. to save costs. And you do, I mean, you know, running your own business. And I mean, how many coffee shops started off COVID with one mm-hmm. and came out with three? Um, <laughs> and uh, it, was, it, was, it was opportunities that, that were, were, were granted to me. Um, the day I, I was walking out of the Melwood Art Centre, 
um, coffee shop that we, 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 we started just as COVID started. But anyway, mm. and um, I, I was carrying my lip in a wheelbarrow and about to throw the towel in. And oh. this hippie looking gentleman walks out of, of the coffee shop and he comes up to me and he says, do you own this place? I sort of looked at him like, <clears throat> and then I just don't, don't, don't even press that button. So I said, um, yeah, I, I, I said, why? So he said to me, um, will you give me five minutes? I'm thinking like he wants to sell me insurance or wants to lead me some up, up, up some garden path or something. So I said to him, just cut to the chase. What do you want? He says, I, I own mom's music. So yeah. I actually said to him, whoopee D, you know, which means oh like I don't really give a rip, you know. <laughs> anyway, so he sort of said to me like, you know, he sort of said to me like, just, just calm down, boy. And I said, well, okay. So I said, let's go there. And because um, you remember mom's music is mm -hmm. in the old tumbleweed. Yes, and it's so a pretty the, big place. So the bar area, um, mm -hmm. we, we, we turned that. So they helped me financially to get going. And um, wow. they've just been the most amazing, amazing team. And, and, and I just, and I, I looked at them the one day and I looked at, 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 at Marvin and Beverly and I just thought, you know, wow, I'm privileged. They've been going for 40 years. My coffee shop for, for less than two years and they believed in me. And what's such fun now is we have coffee and cars and exotic coffee and cars as well. And uh, this is a, these are two big car groups in Louisville. Uh -huh. So it's exotic coffee and cars and then Louisville coffee and cars. And the next one we're having, please come and join us there on the 24th. We, we have it out of Mum's Music and, and, and of course, um, Taba Coffee House. And Mum's Music supply us with live bands. Oh, and that some would of these be so kids fun. rock that place. I mean, they I rock they it. Do. We had Lamborghinis and everything else parked right there, that whole long parking lot down to uh, Melwood Art Centre. Wow, and it's it's just wonderful, um, because that. So you're having car shows mixed like a car festival, uh, like with music. Correct, and, yeah, yeah, and then and then of course we have the coffee shop there, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. And which is not just coffee. We had some meat pies oh, when correct, we were there. Correct, yeah, yeah. Mm. Whoa, I did not know what to expect. It's kind of like a pot pie, but it's very different <laughs> at the yeah. same time. And then, um, what was the? Oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank. The the oh, sauce. The, ch oh, the, the chutney. chutney. The chutney. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, the first yeah, time I'd had chutney. Yeah. And then you put it all over the meat pie, and it was so good. Mm. Yeah. So. And those are made by South Africans for us. The, like um, in local. They they, make no, them they're local? made in Atlanta. They send. Okay, they, they, they sent to us frozen. And um, that's going to be part of the franchising as well, because we try to keep oh, the good. same the same mm -hmm. taste with the coffee shops that we do. Right. But again, it's just it's it's, it's this beautiful network of of, of um, it's not you know am I not buying it from Americans? No, it's, they, we 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 try to keep it as African as we can. Right. And the South African, of course, the meat pies are very British. The sausage roll, mm -hmm. that lovely soft um, um, flaky pastry yeah. with the meat roll, with the sausage roll, or with the meat pie. Mm -hmm. you know? That was awesome. Now, how long has the first coffee house on Brownsboro Road been open? Tomorrow, two years. Two, two years yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. And then you started the second location in the Melwood Arts Center in I, the beginning of 2020? 2020, yeah. yeah January, in, February, in January, February. We started okay. working on So that's yeah. been open like one year. Yeah, yeah. And my first, my opening speech was... Welcome anybody. <laughs> oh, well, yes. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you, you didn't expect it to be right next door at Mom's Music, where you get so much foot traffic. Well, well, right? again, again, you know, when 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 we opened Melbourne Art Center, there were five gyms. Um, I mean, that that parking lot at yeah. six o'clock in the morning was full. That topping top parking lot was full. Okay. And yeah. I mean, it was it was rocking and rolling. It was really going well. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not sure whether we're going to be, be be keeping Melwood Art Center open. 
mm-hmm. just because it's it's a it's an economical drain and yeah, there's a lovely point. coffee shop that we're going to be opening um mm-hmm. the south end of the of the louisville airport really right next to the Whoa. next to um, right when people are in the mind to travel and try new things exactly now that's smart. yeah yeah no it's the it's one of my it's one of my friends who owns a few penn stations yeah uh-huh and Sub- no, uh, subways, Sub- I apologize. Oh. Subways, not not Penn Station. Subways. I can't edit that out. That's on you, man. I'm sorry. <coughs> exactly. We, we'll have to well, not tell your friend about this podcast. Well, <laughs> don't worry. The, the the Penn Station is, is right next to me at Bronsbury. But, but subways is obviously better. Ex- well, subways is when perfect. When your friend owns it. Exactly. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he's building me a coffee shop, and it's going to be a Aww. very great, a nice one. But I'll tell you a lovely story of our opening day for the coffee shop. Yeah. Um, we're sitting up in Penn, the primary, the primary, yeah, okay. the, the the main one. We're sitting up at Penn Station having a sandwich there, and my phone rings, and it's um, Josh Souter from um, the Saint the, the Saint Matthew's Chamber. Chamber of Commerce. Oh yeah. Anyway, so Josh calls me and he says to me, Robin, WLKY um, breakfast show has just had a cancellation tomorrow, tomorrow for tomorrow morning's breakfast show. Do you want it? So my, my, you know, my answer was like, well, is a Pope Catholic? So, right? Yeah, Why know, would I not want that? Exactly. Right. So anyway, I get down to my coffee shop and I tell my staff, and they just freaked. They were yes. so, they were so mad at me. Oh. Anyway, so because I mean, there were there, there were still painting to be done and whatever else, and some of those kids worked until about three in the morning. Anyway, Whoa. and they finished it, and Stella and I get there at about half past five in the morning because it was a six o'clock breakfast show right. and of course the two of us we get in we you open. really trusted them to have it ready exactly so we're not we, staying we, overnight to make sure we, op- <laughs> we open the door um put a box there so you know swing the door open mm-hmm. leave everything inside one of the two of us bumped the box and the door and the door shut at that stage, we didn't have spare keys. It was only no, our, you did not only, lock yourself only out. Only our, man, our manager, <gasps> whose phone number I didn't know. What? And we were too late to drive to go and find well, where he was. You know, on your cell phone, you just push yeah. a button. And you you the left name, your phone inside. The, the phone, phones the keys, and everything. the keys were no. inside. And with this, oh. with this WLKY drive, drive in, I sort of, <laughs> no. you know, that flight and fright and like, can I just run away in the situation we go? Can I just curl up in a ball and never come out again? Exactly. Oh. So luckily we had some coffee in the car and we still had some of those lovely guinea fowl mugs that we had so the young girl <laughs> bless her anyway so we and in fact at one stage I, we were ready to, to put a rope around the front door and just just yeah. just, just yank it off right, anyway gosh. we didn't do that so Take we, it shot, up its hinges. we shot uh-huh. the whole breakfast show outside the coffee shop but i mean okay. you talk about That's nervous energy right. hey? and um but that weekend was funny we had about at least 20 people who came around and said I'm dying to see what your shop looks like on the inside. Well, there you go. See, it was just, you had to give them something to be curious we, about. We've had so much local support. Eh? Just Good. people walk in. And also a very big thanks to the Southern Baptist um, mm-hmm. Seminary. Oh, yeah? And Boys College. They have College. a lot of people coming over there. Boys College as well as UofL. We have a lot of students coming. A lot of the nurses come in as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, we have the lovely. Nurses need lots of coffee. Well, we've got, that, we've got the lovely um, coffee to go. Yes, we've got the, the 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 boxed coffee, which is really exactly. good. Exactly, big old boxes of like how many? Is it a gallon? It's a gallon and then a, a gallon and a half, isn't it? Okay, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. there's several different yeah, sizes. Yeah, so so we we got two mm-hmm. different sizes, mm-hmm. and we'll deliver it as well. Yes. Um. So anybody wanting coffee, um, in the evenings, in the morning, um, mm-hmm. and uh, again for. Any function, we can do it hot or cold coffee. We can do yeah, ice you coffee. Have cold brew, right? With the yes. cold brew is to, mm-hmm. is to die for. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah, yeah, yeah. So smooth. Make sure the cold brew you're drinking 
not at five o'clock if you want to go to bed that night. But, if, but well, if, you've got, if you've got night shift, it's great. Yeah, if you've got a night shift, you're going to need you some yeah. cold brew. you got to keep people alive. It's true. Yeah. I'm sorry, night shift in the hospital might be different from night shift in other places. But yeah. you got to stay alive driving. So, um, Well, you kind of talked about what vision you have because you're expanding, especially with the Louisville Airport location. When did you think that's going to be opening? Spring next year. Spring of yeah. 2021. Yeah. No, 22, because we're yeah, in yeah. 2021. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Mm-hmm. I don't know how – by the time we get to 2022, I'll get used to signing 2021. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> but um, so um, I really appreciate you guys coming out today to tell us about your story of how mm-hmm. you got started with all this. It's such a unique thing, I feel like. Um, just you've got deep roots that spread really far. Like in Louisville and in Africa, and but you tie it all together with the relationships that you have with the people. Like you, you talked about your relationships with people in Africa, but also, um, like your children went to U of L, mm-hmm. and you have strong roots in the community now. So, my oldest son is a physical therapist here in town. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you have grandkids here, right? I've got a little granddaughter, the cutest mm-hmm. little thing in town. <laughs> I have two grandsons in Lexington. My youngest son works for Toyota. Okay. He's, he's the kind of guy who repairs the machines, that repair, repair the computers that repair those machines. He's, he's oh, an wow. engineer. He, he was a J.B. Speed um, graduate. He was a what? J.B. Speed. Yeah. Oh, that's Speed School. Yeah, Speed And then my daughter is a, was a Mitch McConnell graduate. She summited Kilimanjaro with me the third time I, I, I did it. And oh she actually goodness. did um, her senior year um, half in South Africa and half over here. Really? And it was so in- interesting when she got her when she got the scholarship. Uh, Mitch McConnell, one of Mitch McConnell, said to one of his his aides, "Oh, I want this girl because I mean it's pretty impressive, Kilimanjaro <laughs> by the it age is. of seventeen and whatever." So yeah. one of his aides said, "Well, you can't, you know, you can't have her. She's not a she's not a citizen. She's got a green card, but not oh. a citizan." Mitch turned around and said and said to this person, "Make her a citizen." <laughs> <laughs> There so you go. Okay. Within a couple of days, she was a citizen. Wow. Okay. Yeah, 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 so if anybody want to expedite and, your citizenship, go, go climb what, a mountain. What she's doing, which is really lovely, she's doing her doctorate in natural medicine yeah. in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Phoenix. 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 I apologize. Now, okay. Do you just have to climb mountains because your name is Mountain? I, no, because I forgot no. what was up there. I forgot <laughs> you what was up forgot there. what you left up there. You got to go back and find out. But, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is, you guys have so much to offer with your name all over it. <laughs> so if you haven't been to one of their coffee shops, check them out on Brownsboro Road in the Melwood Art Center or inside Mom's Music. And um, there's stuff to eat, there's stuff to drink, and they're all great places to just sit and visit and be watching for their new store to open in the Louisville Airport next spring. Well, thank you, Stella and Robin Mountain, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Hi, and welcome back to the Lou Review. This is Rosa. By now, you know we have a plethora of options for eating out in Louisville. If you have taken a look at the Instagram, at Lou Food Reviews, You'll see there's a ton of pictures and some reels about the inside of different restaurants and their food that they offer. Also, um, I'm on Facebook at The Lou Review, so feel free to follow along there as well. 
I have created a different photo album for each place that we've gone. But today I want to talk to you about my husband's birthday party at Brasero's Churrascaria. I think I'm saying that right. I did practice when I was in the restaurant. My husband can't roll his R's. Um, so it was kind of funny for me to try to learn because I was totally overdoing it. Um... But I wanted to let you know, we took him out there for his birthday, and it wasn't even hard to decide where to take him. Um, see, his 17th birthday was in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And as the only Brazilian steakhouse in Louisville, we went to 4th Street Live, and that was a nice reminder of when he was younger for his birthday celebrating how old he's getting. And um, so Braziro's is a casual Brazilian steakhouse experience. We did, um, some of us dressed up. I always dress up like for every place we go. So that's not necessarily helpful <laughs> if you're like, well, how much do I have to dress up? Um, the other girl that came wore a t-shirt and jeans and that was totally comfortable and probably smarter because depending on how messy you want to be when you're eating, <laughs> um, there's definitely an opportunity to um, get some juicy meat all over you. <laughs> so um, you could wear a t-shirt and jeans here if you just walk in or you could get dressed up for special occasions and our table featured both. So um, whatever floats your boat, it's going to be special either way. Um, the focus there is a combination of the service and the food with a South American uh, flair to it. All of the meat is served to you on skewers and they carve off like the cut of meat that you would like as far as um, how you would like it cooked. You can choose rare to well done and they know where that is on the meat and they just, just carve it off onto your plate. So it was really exciting. Um, they have little, they look like coasters, so they're red on one side and green on the other side, literally for stop and go. So if it's green, they're gonna keep like shoving food on your plate. <laughs> like not, they're gonna keep sticking the food right next to your plate where you have to like acknowledge it. <laughs> so, so many times we had to turn it over to red just to get a break long enough to continue eating, which was fine. That's what we were there for. So um, they were just thrusting these savory meat slices in our faces. And it was so, it was hard to say no because there's such a variety. It wasn't like the same three things over and over again. Um, I think they had like a rotation of 10 different things. Um, so we had $50 per person covered unlimited meat and salad bar for everybody. Uh, that did not include drinks as far as like uh, cocktails. I think it was even extra for sodas. I don't think that was included either. Um, but they did have um, the varieties on their rotisseries were lamb chops. Man, that was my favorite. Honestly, if I could go back, I would just eat the lamb. It was perfect. Just all of it was perfect. Um, and it did have sides for the table served family style. Um, they had loaded mashed potatoes and fried bananas as the side items. And that was in addition to the salad bar, which the salad bar was all cold stuff. So these were hot sides that were brought out and prepared just for you. Um, the other meats besides lamb that were offered were bacon-wrapped chicken, 
uh, there were several different cuts of beef steaks. There's different fillets, and I think there was a prime rib. I don't know. It was so many. Well, there was leg of lamb and lamb chops separately. Like, there's the lollipop lamb chops, you know, that are, like, the size of a lollipop. And then there was a whole leg of lamb that they carved off for you. So, um, then they had bacon-wrapped filet. They had bacon-wrapped chicken. So, um, let's see. They had cocktails were like, $12 each. And I had one that had strawberry in it. And my friend had another tropical one. Honestly, the cocktails didn't stand out to me. They didn't seem special or worth $12. So if I went back, I would not get those. They did have a huge wine um, wall. So it looks like it, they might have had some good selections over there. I just wasn't in the frame of mind for wine because I don't feel like shoving food in my face is the right time to have wine. That's more of a sipping experience for me. So... Um, if I went back though, I might have a glass of wine with dessert. So what really took us by surprise was how outstanding the desserts were because we knew we were going here for some fantastic meat selections, but we had creme brulee, which I don't normally want creme brulee, but it was my husband's birthday and that's what he chose. And he was like, you have to try this Rosa because it is not like the others. So it was thicker. It was creamier. Um, usually the only part I like of creme brulee is the scorched sugar on top. And like, this was just perfect. Like every bite was perfect. I was like, stop sharing it with me or I'm going to eat it all. <laughs> and then I had the Neufchatel cheesecake with strawberries. And let me tell you, I had to learn what Neufchatel cheese is because the texture of it was so unique. I was like, this is not just regular cream cheese. So it's actually um, a different entire cheese than cream cheese and it's lighter and more airy. Um, and so it has its a very unique texture. Um, the other dessert we tried was papaya cream, which came in like this huge glass goblet. So you know how papaya has its own texture that other fruits don't have? Well, um, this was the papaya pureed to where it was liquefied and then mixed together with liquefied um, vanilla ice cream. And then they added, um, I think, some kind of liqueur. Was it elderberry liqueur? It was some kind of liqueur. And so it was all together, just the combination made this texture that I'd never experienced before because it was that combination of the ice cream and the papaya making a oh, totally new thing. So it really blew our mind and I would definitely go back just for the cheesecake. But if I had to have a second favorite, it would be the papaya cream. And if I had to have a creme brulee again in my life, I would want it to be their creme brulee because it's the only one that I ever thought was better than like a snack pack <laughs> vanilla pudding. <laughs> so, um, and then I might have a glass of wine with that. So, um, do, 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 do. Oh, I wanted to say about the North Chatel cream cheese. It's not cream cheese, but the North Chatel cheese, um, it's made from a lower fat milk and that's what makes it lighter and airy. It's almost got a crumbly consistency, but it maintains its moisture. So, maybe kind of like feta but definitely with more cream cheese like flavor 
So anyway, um, if you're not convinced already that this is going to be a crazy good experience to go to a Brazilian steakhouse, then I don't know what more to say. <laughs> but um, if you would like a unique experience, it's definitely um, not like anything else in Louisville because we don't have any other Brazilian steakhouses. And um, if you do choose to go there, you should definitely go on your birthday because they do give you a free dessert. We had two birthday boys at this one, so two of the desserts were free, which was a nice bonus on top of the $50 per person tab. So it can add up, but at the same time, um, it was great to just have that unlimited, you walk in and you know what it's gonna cost as opposed to, oh, what are they gonna order? Are they gonna order like the $50 steak, the $250 steak, but you know, hey, flat fee, Nobody's leaving hungry. If you don't like one cut of meat, one of the other nine is going to do it for you. <laughs> and if you're a vegetarian, you might not want to go here because there's just so much meat everywhere. There's a huge salad bar. So if you don't mind looking and smelling all the meat that's around the restaurant, then you could go. But it's definitely like the visual experience because you see the... Waiters going from table to table. I will say they were all very welcoming and patient with us. <laughs> and then all the servers were very nice. There was the guys serving the meat. And then we also had servers that took care of the drinks and anything individually that we ordered. And they all worked really well together as a team to make sure that everybody was taken care of. So... Um, if you go to Brazero's Churrascaria, let me know what you think and what your favorite thing was. Did I miss out on something when I go back? What do I need to get besides the cheesecake that they do really well? Because if they're going to surprise me like that, maybe they have other surprises that I need to know about too. So let me know. Send me a message on at Lou Food Reviews on Instagram or The Lou Review on Facebook, and I'd be happy to talk to you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye.